Welcome to the Breezy Babies podcast, where we talk about all things boobs, babies, and breastfeeding. This is episode 62, the best breastfeeding position. I'm Bree, the IBCLC, and I made Breezy Babies with you in mind to help ease your transition into parenthood. Becoming a parent changes your life in every way imaginable. Bumps in the road are going to come up as you move into your new role, but my goal is to help smooth out those bumps and help you become the most confident parent you can be. With good education and support, I know you can meet your breastfeeding and parenting goals. Let's do this together. Hey friend, how are you? How is the end of your summer going? At the time of this recording, I am in my kids' last week of summer. We have a few last-minute fun things planned, and then they start school on Monday. This podcast episode drops on Tuesday, so by the time you're listening to this, my kids are back in school, which um, is mostly good. (laughs) It's been a great summer. We've had a lot of fun. We've done a lot of fun things. And honestly, this summer, my plan was to not work as much. It was to just hang out with my kids more and being able to enjoy time with them before this baby came. And it's been a great success. But I'm also a little excited for bedtimes again. (laughs) Just a little bit more structure. And um, also just feeling like I can develop a little bit of time and energy towards my business before this baby comes. And they're all really excited to start school. My youngest, he is going into kindergarten. So, you know, that's super fun to start over with a new baby (laughs) as soon as all my kids are in elementary school. But it actually will be great. I think I'm honestly going to enjoy this baby more than I've ever enjoyed any of my other kids. (laughs) Not that I haven't enjoyed them. Um, That's definitely not true. I've enjoyed all of my kids. But what I mean by that is that we're just going to have a lot of one-on-one time together. And I'm also just going to be really laid back and relaxed and just be able to enjoy it because I was not that way at all with my first. I had no idea what I was doing. And so honestly, I didn't enjoy it a lot because I was just figuring out things and it just was a really rough transition. And then my oldest was two years old, just barely two by the time I had my second baby. And then less than three years later, I had my third So I, like I said, I really enjoyed all of my kids, but it's been kind of crazy because I've always had toddlers as well to take care of. And so this time it's just going to be so fun. It's just going to be me and this baby and it's just going to be a nice relaxing time because I am confident in my abilities as a parent, (laughs) not saying that some curveballs aren't going to come my way because I know that they will be. And every little baby is so different. Just every situation is so different. But I just know that I'm going to be more calm when things are thrown my way and it's going to be all good. So there you have it. (laughs) I um, am so excited to talk about this episode today 
because this is just going to be some easy listening. This is a topic that I love to teach about. I've taught about it for years. Um, let's see. It was about probably about six years ago that I started teaching breastfeeding classes, outpatient, um, uh, I guess you could call them like prenatal breastfeeding classes in the hospital and families would come and learn from me um, before they had their baby. And I just found how much I loved teaching about breastfeeding and just how to set parents up for success from the very beginning. So um, the reason that this specific topic came about is I often will have people say like, what is the best breastfeeding position? <laughs> and even when I go for consults um, in my clients' homes, or even if it's telehealth, they'll say, um, you know, like, what's the best breastfeeding position for me to use? And the truth is, um, spoiler alert, <laughs> still listen, even after I say this next sentence, because I'm going to still teach you some good stuff in the rest of this podcast episode. But spoiler alert, there is no such thing as the best breastfeeding position for everyone. It's going to look so different for every single family. And you, you know, probably have heard like, oh my gosh, you have to try this position. And then you try it out and you hate it and it's not for you. And that's totally fine. There are a plethora of breastfeeding positions. I'm going to talk to you today about um, some of the most common ones, some of the most well-known ones. And the thing is that it's not a requirement to learn all these. It's not like you have to use every single position in your breastfeeding journey. There's lots of people who just use one breastfeeding position the whole time that they breastfeed. Or they use one when their baby is younger and they find that it's not working well anymore. So they um, drop that one and try a new one as their baby grows a little bit bigger. Um, some people will um, be using one breastfeeding position and then find out that it's not working well for their situation. And so then I'll teach them a new one. They'll drop that one and then add in lots of different ones. They had no idea that they even existed. <laughs> so I think you're going to learn something today. Um, this is a very visual topic. So I am already thinking I'm going to make a really fun reel to kind of show these different positions so that you can see them in real life. Um, or I also, you know what, if you <laughs> don't want to watch my reel, I also have a Latch 101 video where I go over many different breastfeeding positions there as well. Um, but I'm going to do my best to describe these positions here on this podcast episode, and we're just going to do our best. And then I have my top three tips for you. So you're going to find some good, helpful things in this um, no matter what. And you may even learn about a new breastfeeding position that you want to try out. Um, and just know that anytime you try a new position, it's going to feel really weird and really awkward at first. That's just how it is. Think about the first time you ever held your baby, you ever put them in just like a simple cross cradle position. It felt really weird. It felt awkward. You didn't know if you were holding your baby right. You didn't know if you were holding your breast right. Your baby felt kind of floppy. And it also was new for your baby as well. 
you know, your baby was like, oh, what are we doing here? <laughs> what's this new, what's this new position here, mom? Um, it's, that's just how it is. It, when you try a new position, it's going to feel weird and awkward. So you have to give it a couple of tries. If you try it once and you're like, oh, that felt awkward, just try it again next time. And then you can give it a few more tries. And then after you give it, let's say five tries, um, you can decide if you want to keep it or toss it, right? Totally up to you. So here we go. Let's jump in. Let me start by explaining some of the most common positions that you will ever hear about when it comes to breastfeeding. Okay. And just for ease, I am going to just pretend that, um, as I'm explaining these, that the baby is breastfeeding on the right breast. So that just makes it really easy. Of course, you can also breastfeed on your left breast, but just for ease of understanding what I'm talking about, I'm just going to be talking about the right breast every single time. Okay. So the most common one that you have likely seen and heard of is the cradle position. Okay. That's because usually this is really great for older babies. So if you ever see a baby eating out in public or mom, while mom is out and about, you probably see them using the cradle position, um, because it's just the easiest to do. It's the most well-known. Um, so to kind of explain this, if your baby is eating on the right breast, you would just kind of hold their head in the crook of your arm, your right arm, and that's really all there is to it. You're just holding your, your baby with your right arm on your right breast. And it's super simple to do. But the thing is that this doesn't work super well for young babies because you don't have a lot of control over where that baby is going. You don't have a lot of control with helping them with their latch. So that's why this is most commonly seen with older babies. Um, but you're not going to have a lot of success doing this with a newborn. Um, so the more common version of this hold that you would use with younger babies is the cross cradle. Okay. So imagine that your baby is still on the right breast, but instead of holding your baby in the crook of your right arm, you instead reach across with your left hand and your arm is supporting your baby's whole body. And you are gently holding them at the base of their neck. You're not pushing on the back of their head <laughs> because that wouldn't feel great. Imagine if you were trying to eat your lunch and someone was pushing on the back of your head so that your chin was going down towards your chest. It doesn't feel good to eat like that. It doesn't feel good to drink like that. Your baby feels the same way. If you're pushing on the back of their head, you are making it so they look more down and their chin is down into their chest. That makes it hard to swallow. So instead, you can gently hold at the base of their neck so that they can look up while they're swallowing. That's going to be so much easier for them. Also, when you're holding your baby with your left arm in the cross cradle, then you can use your right arm kind of like a chicken wing. It's going to look like a chicken wing out from your body to position your breast to um, help your baby get a deeper latch. Okay. Again, this is going to be kind of hard to visualize all this. So, you know, just go check out my Latch 101 pre-recorded course on, on my website. Or um, like I said, I'm planning to make a reel for this as well. So you can kind of get a quick, quick glance at we, what each of these positions look like. Um, but stick with me. Okay. Another common position is the football. And 
Um, if you imagine if someone's running with a football, they're holding it really close to their body with their right arm. Again, we're using right as an example. And um, and they're holding it really close to their body. So if your baby is feeding on the right breast, they're tucked in really close to you on your right side. And you are just holding them and supporting them with your right arm. Okay, really easy to do. Um, another one that is really commonly known is the side lying position. Okay. This one, again, if you're feeding on the right breast, you would lay on your right side in bed. You could put your right arm up under the pillow and you would just bring your baby close to you, um, so that they could latch onto that right side. And that's really all there is to it. Super, super easy. Upright position. Um, I, sometimes this one is also called the koala hold, but basically, um, with your baby, you can bring them to where they are frog legging your right leg. Okay. So there's, it almost looks like they're sitting in front of you and their body is straight up and down, straight up and down. And you just bring them to the breast on the right side. And then you can just kind of gently let them rest on your right arm. Okay. Stick with me. Stick with me. <laughs> Another position um, that you may have heard of before is called dangle feeding. This is where your hands and knees over your baby. Your baby is laying on the ground. You are hands and knees over your baby and you are dangling down your breast so that your baby can latch on. A reason why you may use this is because you want gravity on your side um, say for example, you have clogged ducts. Okay. And you want to help clear that out. You have a stubborn clogged duct that you can't quite get worked out. A dangle feed can be a great option. Okay. There's some other more advanced positions such as the dancer hold that you would only know about if you've worked directly with an IBCLC because it's very advanced. It's good for babies with low tone, such as with Down syndrome, for example. Um, with this position, you are actually using your right hand to hold your baby's cheeks and under their chin so that they can maintain a good latch throughout the entire feed. Again, that's one that you would learn more working directly with an IBCLC, but that is a great option that sometimes we pull out. You can also use um, the position of nursing in a sling or carrier. And again, that one is also a little bit more advanced. <laughs> sometimes people feel a little intimidated by that one, but hundred percent possible to do. So there you go. That was a lot of different positions there. Okay. So before you're like, whoa, 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 that's so much. Let's just break this down with my top three tips. Okay. So tip number one, let's just talk about the mechanics of a good position. Okay. Because really any of these that I've talked about could be the best position for you. Um, and they all have very similar ways that you are going to set them up. Okay. So for example, what is similar between all of these positions? Well, you're going to be belly to belly with your baby, always belly to belly, always facing each other, always fitting together like a puzzle, never turning away from each other, never space in between the two of you. You always want to be as close together as possible. I already mentioned this earlier, but 
Ideally, you would like your baby to be looking up at you with all of these breastfeeding positions and not looking down with their chin towards their chest because, hey, you know what? Next time you try and take a drink of water, you try and have your chin down towards your chest (laughs) and you tell me how it feels. It's not going to feel great to swallow like that. But instead, when you have a glass of water and you take a drink, you put your head back and that really helps to open up your throat. Same way with your baby. That's going to apply to every single one of these positions. Okay. You're not rolling away from each other. Your baby's chin is buried in your breast tissue and her nose is barely touching or not even touching at all. Okay. You also want to think with all of these breastfeeding positions of bringing your baby to your breast, not your breast to your baby. Okay. Maybe, um, one, you know, one position that this would not apply to is with the dangle feeding with that one. You do bring your breast to your baby, (laughs) but that one is for a specific purpose of clearing out clock ducts. You wouldn't do dangle feeding with every breastfeeding, um, session, or, you know, you would get a little sore, you know, being on your hands and knees every time you breastfeed your baby. But for all the others, you always want to think about bringing your baby to your breast. Again, I'm going to repeat this. Bring your baby to your breast, not your breast to your baby. I see people doing that all the time and they are hunched over and it does not feel good at all. So what does a good position mean? It means a good latch. The two go hand in hand. If you have a good breastfeeding position, then you can also have a good latch. They're very, very closely connected. Okay. Tip number two, how a position feels is way more important than how it looks. Okay. This also applies to a latch. How a latch feels is way more important than how it looks. I have people ask me this all the time when I'm, when I'm helping them with breastfeeding, they latch on their baby and they say, how does this look? How does this look? Do their lips look okay? Um, is everything looking okay here? And I say, Hey, um, actually, how does it feel? (laughs) Because that is way more important. Um, I have seen latches that look really, really good, but the poor mom, her toes are curling and she is in so much pain that's not a good latch. (laughs) Even if it looks really great, if you're having toe curling pain, then it's not a good latch at all. So how does it feel? Do what feels best for you and your baby. Again, you may want to think about relaxing back so that you're feeling comfortable as well, because it's not just about how things are for your baby. If you are hunched over all day long, remember, you're going to be breastfeeding every couple of hours, at least. Um, your baby's going to be feeding eight to 12 times in 24 hours, especially um, newborns can feed as many as 16 times in 24 hours. And that's completely normal. If you have an older baby, they could be breastfeeding way less often throughout the day. Um, but pretty much you're going to be breastfeeding so often that if you're hunched over with every feed, you are going to be feeling it. Your back is going to be hurting and you can even start having some shooting breast pain from being hunched over all day long. Also, your neck is going to be really sore if you're hunched over and looking down at your baby. So what I want you to think about is relaxing back. It's okay for your baby to be more on top of you 
while they're feeding, it's great. You're totally going to have gravity on your side. Relax back. Have some pillows to support your body, your arms, and think of your body supporting your baby's body. Okay, because if your baby's laying flat on a nursing pillow and then you're hunched over because that pillow is down so low, that's that's really not serving you. It's really not serving you at all, which is why sometimes I'm not obsessed with breastfeeding pillows because I find that it puts these poor moms into really hunched over positions. Not saying that you can't use a breastfeeding pillow correctly, but just make sure that you are feeling good and supported. The latch is feeling good. That's way more important than how it looks. Okay. Tip number three, the sky is the limit. (laughs) Okay. The list that I listed off at the very beginning of this podcast episode, it is not an exhaustive list. Sure, there are set positions, right? Again, like you could say like, oh, the cradle hold, the cross cradle, the football, the sideline, upright, koala, dangle feeding, dancer hold, nursing in a slinger carrier. Those are all the positions and there are exact ways to do that. And that's it. Okay. There's, there really is no such thing as set positions. Those just give us an idea of different options, but honestly, there's a million small variations with every single one of those positions. It's not black or white. Again, going back to tip number one, yes, you do want to have good mechanics when it comes to positioning, but there's not an exact way that it's going to look for every single mom and baby. There's a whole gray area in between. In fact, if you have an older baby, like let's say you're nursing a toddler, um, nursing gymnastics is a real thing. (laughs) And basically what that means is that your toddler can breastfeed in any position. Like if they are standing in front of you, they could be breastfeeding and they could be reaching for a toy and their head is turning And maybe they are getting crazy and all of a sudden they're nursing upside down while you're sitting on the couch. If it feels good for you and it feels good for your toddler and they're getting milk, then it works. You can totally, your baby can totally breastfeed upside down, laying down to the side. There is no limit. You can do whatever is working for you and your baby. Okay, so let's review that. Tip number one was we talked about the mechanics of a good position that applies to no matter which one you choose. Tip number two was how a position and latch feels is way more important than how it looks. And tip number three was the sky is the limit. Again, if you need more than my pre-recorded workshop, Latch 101 is for you. That is on my website, breezybabies.com. And of course, here's a pro tip for you since you are here listening to my podcast, which I am so appreciative of. If you take my Latch 101 course and take um, the short um, feedback form, fill out the short feedback form um, after you are done watching my pre recorded workshop, which is about an hour and a half long then you get $15 to my website. You can apply that to the More Milk Workshop. You can apply that to get a free ebook of my postpartum planner. You can apply that to my baby massage. 
You can even apply it to a personalized pumping plan. So that's a little pro tip for you. Um, I know that you probably are going to have learned about a new position today. And again, if you heard all of these and you said, ah, we do the cross cradle and it works well for us, then you know what? You do you. <laughs> just know that there are different options. Sometimes I'll work with clients and they'll say, oh, I'm just so stressed to leave the house. I have to have my nursing pillow with me. My baby has to be in this exact position every time they breastfeed you know what? It might serve you to practice breastfeeding in a nursing sling. Um, I'm sorry, in a sling or a carrier practice at home before you go out so that you're feeling confident that you can still feed your baby in whatever position you need to while you are away from the house. I hope you learned something new today. I hope this was valuable for you. And if it was, hey, leave me a podcast review. It takes two seconds to do on Apple Podcasts and it helps me so much. Helps future moms find this information as well. I can't wait to chat with you again next week. Of course, I'm going to leave you with you are strong. You are smart. You are beautiful. You are a good friend to all. Bye. Bye.